And so I thought maybe I might would preach this morning, and here I am. And I've got kind of a hard message for Andrew to preach. I, I like preaching on his glory and salvation and things. But the Lord gave me this message two weeks ago for Modro, and I need your help to preach it. I, I Like I said, I've not got much ability, uh, but I need the Lord to help me. Amen. If you've got your Bibles, read in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, in verse 12. He said, For as the body is one, hath many members, and all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also was Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, Because I am not of the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now God has set the members, every one of them, in the body, as it hath pleased him. And if they were all one member, where were the body? But now are they many members, yet but one body. And the eye cannot say unto the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the foot, I have no need of you. Nay, much more those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable, upon these we bestow more abundant honor. And our uncomely parts have more abundant comeliness. For our comely parts have no need, but God hath tempered the body together, having given more abundant honor to the part which lacked, that there should be no schisms in the body, but that the members should have the same care one for another. And whether one member suffer, all members suffer with it. Or with one member be honored, all members rejoice with it. Now ye are the body of Christ, and members in particular. And God has set some in the church, first apostles, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles and gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversity of tongues, are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, have all the gift of healing, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret, but covet earnestly the best gifts. And yet shew I unto you a more excellent way. Praise God. And as I got to studying in on this, I got to looking at the body of Christ and got to looking at the church of Christ. I got to seeing how pretty it really was. Amen. How beautiful the body of Christ really is. Praise God. And like I said, I've never preached from these settings. I don't even know how I'm going to preach this morning. Don't draw back on that. But, amen, I tell you, I got to looking at the body of Christ and I got to looking at how beautiful she was and how powerful she was. And, amen, and I'm glad that one night when I said, Lord, I'll take you in as my Savior, he joined me to the body of Christ. Amen. And, oh, I tell you, I don't feel like I'm much. Amen, Brother Les Reed, I sat by you last night and you said, Andrew and Jeremy, I can't imagine being preachers. Amen, I don't feel like I'm much this morning. Amen, but I'm glad I'm a part of the body of Christ. Hey, man, I'm glad I've got just a little part here with you in this meeting. 
Amen. Why? Because I'm part of the body of Christ. Amen. Oh, he got to talking in one place. Amen. And he got to saying you were not a people. Amen. But he said now you are the people of God. You didn't have no God. Amen. But now I'm your God. Amen. We was without. Amen. Without the body of Christ. Amen. But one day when he died on the cross. Amen. He looked down and saw Andrew Genero and said, I want him to be a part of the body of Christ. I want him to be a, just a little part. Amen. I, I don't know about it, how all the body works for sure. I know the head tells the body what to do. The head of Christ is Christ. Amen. So we're listening to the, to the head this morning. Amen. And what made me so glad was he got to talking there, and I know it's, he got to talking about the natural branches being cut off. And he said, you being a wild olive tree, he said you was grafted in. Amen. And I don't know much about surgery and, amen, and all that kind of stuff, but them old Jews, they wouldn't take him. Amen. He said he came to his own, and his own received him not. Amen. And he come over somewhere, and he looked on a poor excuse like me. And he got to saying, I'm going to draft him in. I'm going to make him part of the body of Christ. He's going to be one of them that rejoice, that's going to have power. Amen. Oh, I'm glad that I joined myself to the body of Christ. Ain't you? Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm one of them this morning. I'm glad I'm one of you this morning. Amen. I joined up with you. Amen. I'm hand in hand with you this morning. Let me stop right here. There are some things I didn't join up with. <laughs> Praise God. I didn't join up with the hippies. I joined up with the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey Amen. That old hippie spirit's coming back in, ain't it? Oh, them old baggy britches. Hey Amen. Them old pants hitting somebody about right here. And we wonder why they can't worship. They don't need to worship in them. They liable to lose them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, in them old hippie days, the dresses were pretty short. Hallelujah. Kind of struck them right below the knees, didn't they? Hallelujah. I didn't join myself up with that. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know how to say this. I felt like the Lord told me to say it this morning, so I'm going ahead and say it. I'm not interested in women seeing how far your tan line goes up. I felt that in spirit this morning, Brother David. I'm not interested in it. I didn't join up with that. I joined up with somebody that was living holiness and righteousness and loving purity. Hey, if you're a hippie, I want you to join up with us. Amen. If your dress is short, I want you to join up with us. Oh, but I'll tell you, I like somebody that's joined themselves to the body of Christ and the power of God's working in their lives. Hallelujah. What's attracting me to holiness is the power of God. What's brought it? It's been living holiness and purity and separate from this old world. 
Hallelujah. I didn't join myself up with no feminine spirit either. Praise God. I'm not just busting that. I felt the Lord tell me that this morning. Hey, I didn't join myself up with that. Hey, man. I joined myself up with men that acted like men. Hey, man, that sweated and had a burden for the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't believe Jesus walked around like this. Do you? Oh, he got in there. He got that old whip. And he drove out the money changers. Hey, he was a man. Hallelujah. Hey, man. Oh, hey, man. I joined myself up with that. And I liked what I joined myself up with. Glory. <laughs> hey, man. I wasn't saying it, Buster. You think I did? I'm sorry. I joined myself up with somebody. Hey, man, that's got power. I've joined myself up with somebody that's got purity. Hey, man. Oh, I got up this morning. I drove over and seen my mom's grave. Hey, man. I got to remember them times. When I go in that room, Brother Kenton, men of God come by and pray for her. And the power of God begin to move. I looked at it, Uncle Les. I didn't know she died at 33 years old. That's a young woman. So young. Hey, man. But I, I didn't want no part with it. I really didn't. I was rebellious. But one night, the blood of Jesus began to work. Hallelujah. And now his blood flows through my veins. And now I join myself up oh, with the people of God. Hallelujah. And, and I don't remember. I read it this morning. But I can't remember exactly how it goes. But he got to talk about heirs with God and join heirs with him. Hey, I like it when my spirit joins up with yours and we get to rejoicing and shouting around these altars. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, man, that's not exactly where I'm preaching from. I, I thought I'd just throw that in. Hey, man, just a little old rabbit trail. Hey, man. But Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Hey, ain't you glad? To be a part of that. Hey, I'm glad to be a part of that, ain't you? Hey, man. You know, he got to talking about, well, there are many members. That's kind of where I'm going to preach from just a little bit this morning. Hey, man, if you ain't careful, you kind of get past where you want to preach. Hey, man. But let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 11. I want to talk about these members real quick. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Hey Amen. Let's move on to uh, 2 Chronicles 5, 12 through 14. Maybe you read that for me, Brother Stanley, if you don't care. Also the Levites, which were the singers, all Asaph of Heman, and Jonathan, which are sons and their brethren, 
with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed with white linen, having cymbals and psalteries and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them 120 priests, sounding with a trumpet. And it came to pass as one to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praise the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of that cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Amen. I got to telling you about some of the members right there. Amen. And there I won't read it for it's fair in time. There was a woman by the name of Anna. I believe it was right. And she was with Simeon. And it said she stayed in the house of the Lord day and night fasting and a-praying. Hey, that's a pretty good member. Amen. We've all got different gifts and different things we do. And there's different members here today. Amen. I'm going to try to preach to everyone. If you're a member of the body of Christ, I'm going to try to preach to you today. Amen. I kind of thought about it like this. I remember when I I really wasn't really hooked up with it, Brother Kenton. And they'd say, I remember saying, man, that old, pe- that old preacher's picking on me today. He's a picking on me. Hide back there, wasn't doing nothing. He's picking on me. This morning, relax. I ain't picking on you. I'm preaching to the body of Christ today. I'm preaching to somebody that's got the blood of God. And they're working. Amen. Did not Jesus, he goes missing. His mom and dad says, well, where'd he go? He's out of here. Heaven, they went and found him. And he said, I must work. I must do what the Lord sent me to do. Amen. And I'm going to do it. Amen. Amen. I just kind of wrote these down. Amen. There's pastors. There's preachers. There's teachers. There's deacons. There's singers. There are musicians. And then there's prayer warriors. That's kind of what I thought it was made out of. Let's go back. Back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I hope the Lord will help me. I hope that he will. Amen. I'm going to start saying to the hand, I have no need of thee, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. Nay, but much more, those members of the body which seem to be more feeble are necessary. He got to rolling for two weeks in my heart. You are necessary. You are necessary. Amen. If you're a pastor, if you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, if you're a deacon, if you're a singer, 
if you're a musician, if you're a prayer warrior, you are necessary. Amen. Amen. I tell you, we went and prayed for Brother Jack Schultz yesterday. Sister Betty started making a sing. <laughs> and there's a bunch of his preachers in there. I don't know. Brother Braxton, you're a good singer, so I'm not throwing you in there with, with me. I'll throw Brother Aaron in there with me. Us preachers as a whole cannot sing. <laughs> Amen. Most of us can't sing. We got to trying to sing in there, and I try to go in with them, and man, I was like, man, I'm making it sound bad in here. But that's not my calling. Hey, man, we come to this meeting, and all it was was preachers here. Man, it would be in bad shape. And we came here, and there's all nothing but singing, and you're begotten by the word, you'd be in bad shape. Hey, man. And if you singers would have got up here without the musicians, you'd have been in bad shape. Hallelujah. Yeah. We did some acapella words, God. Amen. Amen. Oh, the Lord, help me. I feel the Lord here this morning. I hope I ain't losing you. Amen. But you are necessary. I don't know what the devil's been telling you here. But the Lord told me this morning. I couldn't sleep. I felt like I was going to preach to one soul, Brother Stanley. That's what I felt like I was going to preach to. But somebody here is not seeing their need. Amen. They don't feel like they're needful. But I wanted to come and tell you, you are necessary. I remember when I was low. I was out hunting one day. I mean, I, mean, I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I testified, I reached for people right where I'm, and if you're testifying, I'm going to skip that. If you're testifying, you're needful too. Amen, I was crying, telling the Lord, I said, Lord, I've done my best to reach for people where I'm at. And I said, oh God, would you send something for me tonight? I need it so bad. Amen, I walked into the doors. Amen, that morning, that evening. Amen, they started off that first prayer. And if y'all know Ben Burnett, he's a prayer warrior. We got to praying. He got to hooping. And I said, oh, Lord, this might be the service I get out today. This is the service I may get help. Amen. They got up there and got to singing the songs of Zion. And song after song started talking to my heart. And I began to get help. Somebody got up and testified. And it began to move in my soul. And I said, oh, that's what I want. That's what I want. Oh, Brother Aaron didn't know what I prayed that day. But he got up and he preached exactly what I prayed. I got down in that altar, and the Lord began to meet with me there. Hallelujah. There's somebody here that needs a touch from God. And every one of us, we're necessary for the kingdom of God. What if Brother Bunny would have got discouraged praying? What if the singers would have said, My goodness, I, 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 I hope I say this right, Brother David. You called me up here to sing. It was tough. I believe it's easier preaching than it was singing the other morning. I looked across that crowd and <laughs> nobody's raising their hands. And I mean, it's kind of tough. And I thought, Man, turn around and say, Just one, you know, two songs, that's it. No, you one more. I said, boy, this is tough. 
Where are the singers at? Where are the singers at? I remember when I first came to Kentucky, and they still like to sing. But they're not as good as they used to be. Hey, they'd get to singing till the house would be filled with the glory of the Lord. I remember being just young. I thought, man, I don't know if I'll ever be able to sing like them guys. Hey, man, now they say I'm Ronnie Webb Jr. I don't know. Hey, man, I didn't always have a big voice. But somewhere I saw, hey, we're needing to sing. We're needing to sing. Hey, man. Man, I hope that didn't it up. I don't know. Hey, man, we're needing people to come to the house of God, come to a camp meeting that knows how to sing and sing another time. We're needing people that can worship God till God would come in our midst and fill the house again. <laughs> I don't feel necessary this morning. I can't do nothing. You can't? He said, oh, clap your hands. Oh, you people. Is that pretty hard or not? <laughs> well, there were some clapping. I didn't see very many. I said, was that very hard or not? Oh, God, you've done so much for me. The least I could do is come back and worship you. <laughs> hey, it makes it easier on the preacher, don't it? Hey, I, I've been in services where the singer didn't sing. Testifier didn't testify, and the worshipers didn't worship, and the prayer warriors didn't pray that day, and they turned it over to Brother Andrew Genero and tell me to preach the house down. That's a weak body, ain't it? Hey, I like it coming to the house of God where all the members are participating. Oh, I see my need here. I see my need here. And tell the glory of the Lord would fill the house again. <laughs> Old Sister Shirley came by, Brother Tim's wife, and she sang a, kind of said a song, something about praying. I can pray. I can call on his name or something like that. Man, that's necessary. That's necessary. Hey, amen. And I read it this morning. I hope the Lord will help me. I want to say something right here while I'm here. Oh, let me go ahead and go on. Hey, man. Oh, Daniel got the saying. He said when he had accomplished to scatter the power of the holy people, all these things shall be finished. I mean, when he scatters us all. Hey, man, it's going to be finished. And I see him working on all the members. He's wanting to scatter us, ain't he? <laughs> and I felt like telling him to tell you, teachers, I don't know what the devil's been telling you, you Sunday school teachers. But I wanted to tell you, the devil may be trying to scatter you this morning and saying you're not necessary. You're not helping nobody. You're not doing nothing. In, you're just all in vain. It's not helping the people of God. I want to tell you, teachers, I don't know who's the teacher's here. I know Brother Aaron is. 
And he kind of expressed himself to us this year and said he was feeling like he wasn't having no effect. But I wanted to come and tell all you teachers, you are necessary. My little girl, I was headed down to the meeting out here at Easter, brother. Amen, here at Barron. And on a Thursday, Brother Stanley, I, I knew Easter was coming. I was going to be gone. And I was leaving my family. I was going, Brother Stan. And I wanted to tell my children, really, what happened. Why Easter? I didn't want them to think it was no bunny or eggs or whatever. I got to reading to them, amen, about how Christ was crucified. I done that on a Thursday night, telling how he's beaten. My little girl got real quiet. She's eight years old. Got real quiet, Brother Kenton. A little bit, she said, I'm going to go to bed. And she is quiet anyways. I don't being kidding me, that's hard to believe. But she's real quiet. She went off into the room. I was reading my Bible. She come back in. Stephanie went in there. She come back in a little bit, Brother Kenton. Tears are flowing down her face. She said, Daddy, guess what? I said, what, baby? She said, the Lord just saved my soul. There's a Sunday school teacher that's teaching my daughter that probably don't feel like they're necessary. Are you out there in the devil saying quit teaching? <laughs> the reason why most of us is here, somebody taught us how. <laughs> oh. oh, is the devil trying to tell you to quit singing this morning? Hey, hush it down. Don't sing. Hey, man, the other morning, Brother Aaron asked us to sing a song, me and Brother Liam side by side. And us both together, we're pretty loud. We were just singing, and all of a sudden, Brother Liam quit. And I realized me and Liam was singing by ourselves out of 160 people. Now, I'm sure there's some singing, but I couldn't hear them. And the devil come by me and said, Brother Stan, said, Hey, Andrew, you are one more of an idiot. You're up here still singing. All of a sudden, I just, I just stopped. I don't think I was saying anything. They just got quiet, and Brother Liam picked it back up. Singers, you are necessary. You may be the only one that's singing in this camp meeting, but sing again. Sing to the power of God to touch my children. Sing to the power of God to move this camp meeting. Sing to it to fall again. Let somebody else to get healed. Sing to somebody to get saved. It's not, I know that's not my style of preaching. I hope I'm not boring you. But if you're a testifier and the devil's coming over to your shoulder saying, hey, hey, quit, man. You're too loud. That's what he told me at your church. Hey, got to preaching, boy. They, he said, Andrew, you're too loud. Kind of quieting it down. I can't preach quiet. Hey, man. You know the devil's trying to get us to quit? He's wanting to quiet us down. He don't want the power of God moving in these services. Hey, you may come to this meeting having a testimony. And the devil said, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to make an idiot out of yourself. I come to tell somebody, you are necessary. Preachers, we're necessary. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's where this message came from. It's because I had crawled up, Brother Stanley, asking God where my ministry was going to go, begging God to help me, Sister Tina. For days, I talked to Brother Aaron about it. What I do, Brother Aaron, this is where I'm at. Don't feel discouraged, but don't really know what to do with my ministry. I don't know if y'all got there or not. Have you ever preached and people went to sleep? And I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you don't think the devil comes up to Andrew General and says, you're not necessary? <laughs> I went to a church and I preached as hard as I could. And I got done and I got in my preacher's balls, what I call it. Y'all ever gotten that thing? Kind of called a pity party, I reckon. Oh, I got all on the corner. I said, oh, God, did I kill this church this weekend or not? Did I help Brother Kenton out this weekend? He kind of acted kind of funny. <laughs> I'm not, I know you didn't, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the devil's trying to scatter the power of God's people is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> pastors, <laughs> pastors' wives, the Lord here. This may not be my your style of preaching, but it's not mine. But I feel the Lord give me this message. Mary! <laughs> brother Aaron asked me to preach chapel this year. And when it first started off, brother, we'd have altar services went into school. The Lord was helping us. It was so good. Children are crying and praying. About two months went by, Brother Stanley, and they started coming in with sleepers in their eyes, laughing and talking just like children would. I felt something say, well, Andrew, you're wasting your time. Have you felt that, Brother Stanley? Have you felt that, Brother David? Have y'all felt that, preachers? <laughs> we don't want you to pastor no more. I got a burden this morning. I don't know if you preach this long. Oh, but there's a pastor out here somewhere that the church ain't telling him he's necessary. Oh, this little country boy could tell you, you're necessary. <laughs> preach another message. <laughs> Brother Steve, oh boy, oh Andrew here was down and out. <laughs> there was a preacher by the name of Steve Pope that drove 600 miles for Andrew Genero. <laughs> well, that brother Steve, would he do that? And the devil's going to tell brother Steve, you ain't necessary. Brother Steve, you're necessary. Preachers, you're necessary for this thing to get on to heaven, this body to march forward. Somebody's going to have to get under the power of God and march forward. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, Jesus, he was despised and rejected, he was hated. Do you feel like he felt like he was an unnecessary kind of maybe, you know? I imagine my people just looking at him. He probably thought, well, 
Am I doing any good? If this is not my cup, let it pass for me. I came to my own and my own received me not. I say he got down in that old preacher ball just like I did and said, let me see the go again. And where I would like to tell you, he said, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. <laughs> Glory. You know, Brother Stanley, I got to praying, and I, like I said, up into the night, I, I was worried about, my, about myself being, a, you know, not helping people, not wanting to get out again, kind of, you know. And he got to tell me this. Be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world. <laughs> hey, man. Maybe you ought to get somebody reading. I'm going to try to hurry and get out of your way. I don't ever preach this long. First John chapter 5. Hey, man. Read that for me, Brother David or somebody. Hey, man, I'm going to try to get out of your way. Man, I'm sorry. I don't like preaching long. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Whatever you got, you got it, Brother Ken? There's a victory that overcometh the world, even a faith. Is that, is that error? Or might I tell you wrong? Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is a victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. I crawled up in that little old ball, and he said, Brother Andrew, if you can overcome it all, I've got something for you. <laughs> Somebody said, you going to Modro? I said, no. Why not? I might have to preach. I said that. But somewhere in my bedroom, I got to pray into one that overcome the world. And he got to tell me, <laughs> overcome it. <laughs> so what did I do? I came up here to Mojo to preach this message unto you. Hey, I don't know what the devil's telling you, but overcome it. He said if you'd overcome it, I'd give you all things. Hey, I remember when I was young, I remember preachers preaching, seeing tears flow down faces, seeing hunger. I don't see that much anymore. I'm telling you, I've overcome that this morning. <laughs> There's going to be some preachers. There's going to be some singers. There's going to be some testifiers that overcome. He said, who are these? <laughs> they came out of great tribulation. They made their robes white by the blood of the Lamb. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they know of not their lives even unto death. Are you going to overcome Elijah? Elijah, under your little bush? Are you going to preach again? Are you going to preach again? We're overcoming, ain't we? Amen. I preached a message, and as I was finishing up, I was giving the altar, Carl. And the Lord spoke to me, and he said, somebody's going to hit you up about this, but you're still a-preaching. You've overcame it. 
Sure enough, the next morning, they came. They told me how I missed it and how they preached it like this. I didn't tell them what the Lord told me. <laughs> but he said, at least you're still preaching. There's preachers that know how to preach better than this old boy. A lot better than this old boy. But somewhere down the road, the devil got to talking to him and saying, you're not necessary. There's going to be somebody that overcomes it, though. <laughs> you may be here struggling, preacher. I'd like to point you back. If you could overcome it all, there's going to be victory after a while. I'm not a good preacher, but I'm going to tell you, somebody's going to get saved under my ministry. <laughs> somebody's going to get sanctified under my ministry. Somebody's going to get the Holy Ghost under my ministry. Why? Because somewhere on my knees, I've been trying to overcome it. And if I overcome it, he'll give me reward after a while. So preachers, keep preaching. Singers, keep singing. Hey, he got to tell in Revelation, I was going to read it all. He got to tell him, if you'd overcome, I'd let you sit down by the tree of life. If you'd overcome, I'd do this. If you'd overcome, I'd do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 12 said, I'm, I'm shutting down. I'm, I'm shutting down. Let me read this to you. And lo, I looked, and a lamb stood on the Mount Zion with him 104,000, having his fathers written in their foreheads. And I heard a voice from heaven as a voice of many waters and as a voice of a great thunder. And I heard the voice of harpers harping with their hearts. What'd they do? Yeah, people looked at them and said their instruments was too loud. Hey, man, but they kept playing. And one of these days, there's going to be a harper. That's going to be on that sea of glass. That's a playing a song. And it said they sung a new song. <laughs> there's going to be some singers up there. <laughs> and it said they fell down and they I walked around the altar last night, took a trip around, and I felt stupid. I did. <laughs> oh, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Brother Hart, was you that old shy boy that sat in the back and wanted to worship God that couldn't? And said, oh, this, sing a song. Brother Hart said, no, <laughs> I can't sing very good. Brother Hart, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but... Me and you lack, man. But is that going to stop you from singing? It ain't going to stop me either. <laughs> he said he started out, when tolling is ended, and my burdens are laid down. And said so the Spirit of God just hit him. <laughs> and got sanctified. <laughs> Somebody overcame him. <laughs> Will you do it? <laughs> Will you do it in this meeting? Oh, the Lord's trying to get you to move on out. Come over up here and worship God. No, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> it's necessary. <laughs> Hallelujah. There ain't going to be somebody that gets filled up the Holy Ghost. But it's going to be somebody that overcame 
the devil. I didn't want to preach, but here I am. I've overcame it. Hallelujah. Do you feel like overcoming this morning? You feel like overcoming this morning? I preach too long. I preach too long. Somebody else got some scriptures. Somebody else feel like preaching. Hey, hey, come on over here and overcome it. Anybody got something on one side? Glory. There's going to be somebody. That overcomes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. What do you got, Brother Eddie? Yeah. The hand of the Lord was upon me. Yeah. And he set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Full of bones. Caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, oh. they were very many. There were in the very open many. valley, and lo, they were very dry. Lo, they were very dry. He said unto me, Son of man. Said unto me, Son of man. Can these bones live? Can these bones live? I answered, Lord, thou knowest. <laughs> and he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones. Oh, ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God. I'll cause breath to enter into you. <laughs> and I'll put flesh upon you. I'll put breath in you, and you'll live. For I prophesied unto these bones. I commanded. And there was a noise, a shaking. And the bones came together. And when I beheld. Yeah. They stood upon their feet. An exceeding great army. <laughs> Is that the body I've been telling you about? <laughs> Glory! He's saying live this morning. He's saying sing again. Worship again. Hey, I forgot to say something too. I forgot to say something too. There was some young people that was a worshiping God, wasn't there? And disciples said, hey, hold your peace. And he said, if they hold their peace, the rocks are going to cry out in their stead. Brother, is your name Amos or Amos? I'll get you and your brother mixed up, sorry. I looked at Brother Amos here last night. Tears are running down his face. I seen that other boy, Dave, Dave, what's his name? Dave, David. I seen tears flowing down his face. Tears begin to flow down my eyes, brother Aaron. There's going to be a young person that overcomes all sin, all doubt, all peer pressure, 
and they're going to worship God. Will you be one of them? You're necessary. There's pressure not to get in this morning. Would you overcome it? The devil's saying, hold your peace. Hold your peace. Can you overcome that? <laughs> glory, glory, ho, ho, ho. Hey, I got hope for my children. I got hope for your children. Hey, I got to want somebody to overcome in this service. There's going to be some that quits. There's going to be some that goes to hell. But there's going to be a young person over there somewhere a worshiping and a magnifying God. Overcome it. There's a young person out there that's not seeing their need. Oh, we just see your need this morning. You're necessary. Hey, I've seen them old girls with them beautiful dresses on, them holiness dresses on. Brother Aaron, we've seen them at our church. They just got out there and, holy, hallelujah. <laughs> and then there was some right beside them that was dying lost and going to hell. <laughs> Young girl, are you going to overcome all that? You're going to be one of them that sit over there on the sea of glass. Amen. And saying hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you going to be in hell streaming? I wish I'd obeyed God. I wish I'd have prayed more. I'm telling you, there's somebody that's going to overcome him. Oh, David, just a young lad. He got out there, just a young boy. Amen. Seen that old lion and that old bear. And he went out and he slew it. Hey man, oh, I sure he had fear. I'm sure pressure was on him, just like it's on you right now. But the Spirit of the Lord moved on him. He went out there and he grabbed that old lion. <laughs> Which one are you going to destroy the lion in your life today? Which one are you going to destroy the bear in your life today? Preach, preach. Oh, taking up too much time. There's somebody here. Hey man, that's needing to overcome the devil. There's somebody here that's needing to overcome it. Somebody talked about me. They're going to talk about me preaching this long. <laughs> they may talk about me preaching a little bit of holiness. That's all right. If I can get on my knees somewhere with God and I can overcome everything you're thinking and over everything you're saying and say I'm going to preach another message I'm going to sing another song. I'm going to pray another prayer. I'm going to testify another time. Glory. Do you feel like obeying God right now? I don't know what to do. I wish somebody just obey God. I wish somebody come up here and pray and say, I'm tired of being under the load. I'm tired of being under that old tree. I'm tired of being like this. God, I want to overcome it. Satan told me that I'd never be traveling the highway home. But here, old Andrew General is. 
He's a traveling. The highway home. He said, I never get anointed preaching again. Well, I mean, I may not be to you. I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost here. Hey, devil, you're a liar. The devil's telling somebody you'll never shout again. You'll never sing again. Overcome it. I feel like the glory of the Lord can fill this house tonight. Right now. Right now. If the body of Christ get to worshiping God like you're supposed to, I believe somebody can go home with the Holy Ghost. Glory. Obey God. If you're a singer, sing. If you're a worshiper, worship. Either. Though I walk through the lonely valley